courtesy of one Barrett Brooks, what went wrong with Carson Wentz? All right, let's get to the fundamentals of this play. Now, look, it's fourth quarter, fourth and four. I thought they should have gone down and kicked the field goal. You have nine minutes left, kick the field goal, get the points. But they chose not to. So they go out 12 personnel. That's one running back who's out wide with two tight ends, Dallas Goddard, Richard Rodgers. You have Fogum over here. You have Hightower over here. So the five offensive linemen have whoever comes. These five guys here, it's called scat protection. So on the snap of the ball, if you look at it, on the top, you got these guys running in and out routes or pivot routes. Now watch how they pivot. Now, both guys do a little pirouette, pivot, and Carson lets the ball go. He wasn't open. He wasn't done with his pirouette, but he threw it high. But all, So I thought it was actually Dallas Goddard that messed up. But in all actuality, he didn't. He ran the route he's supposed to, got held yep. it, but he ran the right route. Carson overthrew it, but I can't blame it all on Carson because, as I said, the five offensive linemen also has something to do with this. So when you look at it, when you break down what they said, they're supposed to get everybody that comes. But watch when I slow it down. Watch Kelsey on this play. Kelsey gets he beat with penetration, which puts him on a different level, leaves him scot-free. Now Carson has to throw over two guys, and that's why the ball went high, went for the interception. Can't get mad at him all the time, but he does have his part. But, hey, he's out there working with guys running scot-free and guys running you know routes that aren't really the greatest. And that was another situation of Kelsey getting lined up with a guy right on his nose that's bigger than him. Out of odds. Yeah. You, you see it now. The, the, it's not just this guy or that guy. It's Teams are game planning this team mm -hmm. because they have so many faults. Kelsey gets beat with penetration, gets up the field. Now, he's supposed to be switching that stunt off with a guard he's just practiced with for one week, yeah. which is Jason Peters. They're not on the same page. So in the midst of them trying to trade the stun off because they haven't played with each other, so they don't know how to trade the stun off between the two of them, one guy goes scot-free. So now we're damning Dallas Goddard because he doesn't know the plays. When he did what he was supposed to do, he ran around he was supposed to run. And then we're damning Carson for not, you know, throwing the ball to him and throwing an interception. But he has a six-foot-five, 340-pound guy jumping in his face. Right. But, but so, I mean, it's tough. But why throw the football then at that point? Like we've seen already in Carson's year that him under duress and trying to throw the football as a result of that has led directly to failure. And I know we don't want him to, to get sacked this whole time and be continue to be the most sacked quarterback, but it, it almost feels like he's afraid to take a sack, not get hit. Well, it was fourth down. Well, fourth down, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. So even still, though, I think the problem that you have is trying to force stuff in there where it's it's like there was no way that Goddard was going to be able to make a play on that ball because of back to the duress. Mm -hmm. So granted, the play gets blown up. You're you're screwed. But forget about that isolation of fourth down, because that would be that we've seen that scenario play out on first, second and third down is my point. Right. We'll see. Has had pressure, and as a result of that, he's refused to either move or take the hit, and as a result, try and force something, and that's where the hero ball comes in. Right, and I look at that situation. First of all, it's a bad play call. When you have those in and out routes, or you know those, you know we we call them pivot routes. Mm -hmm. That's not a good route to run on fourth 
and four, knowing that you're going to get pressure, knowing that this team is trying to stop you uh, from getting the first down and you still do it. You you don't, you don't throw routes that are, that are 12 yards down the field. You run routes that are slant routes, quick routes, get the ball out of your hand. They lend more to you getting success because you take a lot of the factors of pass rush out of it because the ball gets out so quick. Number one, number two, it's a simple route for the receivers to run a slant route or an out route. And number three, it just, you know, it, it leaves less of a chance for your quarterback of getting sacked because the ball is out of his hands. So play calling was wrong. So that's that's number one. Doug shouldn't have threw the ball anyway. He should have kicked the field goal. So let's let's right. get back to that's right. that's what I said in the beginning. We should have kicked the field goal, took the points. We'd have been down by what then? We'd have been down by eight then? Yes, they were down eleven. Yeah. Right. Yep. So now we'd what, have been down by eight. What does it say? Uh, that the coaching staff thinks of Alshon Jeffrey that he wasn't on the field for a red zone fourth down play, and that's what he gets paid for, right? To be that big body, yeah. on the field instead of high guys out, right? There lies another. See, there's so many things, there's so many dynamics that you know. I mean, I understand why these guys are frustrated on both ends. The quarterback's frustrated. You know, the, the play selection makes you frustrated. Offensive line blockers makes you frustrated. You know, I get frustrated talking about this stuff. And right. when I sit down and I watch all 22, I saw plays which I, I, I literally saw an offensive lineman just get his ass kicked so bad that, I, you know, I, I they sent a chipper his way. They sent a chipper to help him block. Mm-hmm. He The guy chips him, slows him down, and Matt Pryor still didn't touch him. Still didn't touch him. Yeah. He yeah. had him slowed down by a chipper and he still didn't get touched by the offensive lineman. What is that? Yeah. A sack on Carson. All day. All right. Uh, we're back here at 10. Is there a better high tower, by the way, than the guy from Police Academy? No, oh, there is no. <laughs> no, there is one, right? On the Mount Rushmore of high towers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> tower. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Plan. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, our second hour you know my name, begins huh? with you here on Sports Map Radio. Our buddy Jeff Parles from Book It Sports is going to join us. Book It HQ at 1240 Eastern Time, his weekly spot. And we'll get some plays from Jeff, I'm sure, on the way out, probably for today's game. And we'll look a little bit more at today's game. We have some other things up in the air right now. It's a Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. I don't know if you guys saw the introductory press conference. I guess it's technically the introductory press conference. Now, this is Dan Bevel, the same Dan Bevel who chose to throw the football mm-hmm. on the one-yard line instead of hand it over to one of the most physical running backs of his era. In Marshawn. Right. Yeah. Now, it's really – like, that is his legacy, is it not? It's not being an offensive coordinator who won a Super Bowl the year before. I think that's – like, Mark Sanchez had some pretty good years with the Jets, but his legacy is the butt fumble. Right. I, Bevel's legacy is blowing it, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I, I know Bevel. You know, Bevel, I was he was with me up in uh in Green Bay. And now he's great guy. Great lines. He won. Yeah, it'll be tough. 
Did you see him? He's he mentioned the word fun six times in his press conference. And that's fun. what he is. He wants to bring fun back to Detroit. Wow. He's the Mary. He's the Mary Poppins of your offensive um your offensive coaching staff. Really? He was one of those guys always smiling, always upbeat. In fact, in fact, that's um that's a uh, that's a uh, one of Doug's boys. Uh, Daryl Bevel. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, one of his boys. Wow. So Bevel, man, that he's. Does that work when your team is atrocious? I feel I feel like that's counter. Like at some point, you can't, that's Gabe Kapler. What we saw here in Philadelphia, where the team was so bad, yet Gabe kept loving on him. I'm yeah, you can't love on him. You, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> I feel bad for Bevel, man. This is a tough, yeah, no, work. A tough spat for Bevel. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine trying to love on Fletcher Cox? No. No. <laughs> we got a lot coming on here. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, the, the middle. The middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, yeah, guys. So, so my mom just uh, texted me and said, "Why do you look so bright on TV? You look too bright. Turn yes. something down." Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to tell me that, man. Well, somebody but, on the uh, stream did. I forget yeah, who it was. You're not on uh, like a regular cam. You're on the road, so you're on your phone still, right? Right, right, right. It, it, yeah, I, 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 I'll be back to business tomorrow. I'll be back to business tomorrow. No, but my, my point is, I don't know how much control you have over your lighting on, on your phone as opposed to... I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. So. I need better lighting. <laughs> I updated this laptop 
whatever the hell the latest is, leopard, safari, some animal. Yeah. And it's taken now over an hour. Yeah, it's a pain in a rear end. My computer is is completely it's setting up account with the thing yeah. rolling and rolling. I'm rolling. telling you, the, these Apple every freaking two weeks you gotta reload reload software. Right. <laughs> Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Now, I see rain in the forecast here. In what? Pittsburgh? Well, no, in Philadelphia. So I'm curious. It's only a couple of hours. Yeah. Curious what the forecast, that could impact. You get a little uh, damp turf. Out there in Pittsburgh, that might li- you know limit a little offense here. Here's the thing that I don't get. This is the one thing that I can't get behind, or I can't get around, sorry. Baltimore's defense, clearly not what we've known it as, but Pittsburgh's is. That defense is as legit as it gets. How do they not hold this Ravens offense to like 13 points today or, or less? Like, what, what do you think is the cap? For the amount of points the Ravens score today. I don't see them scoring any more than 13 points. Yeah, 13 to 17, somewhere around there is probably the limit. The weather's going to be high 30s, and it doesn't look like any rain. It looks like partly cloudy, uh, and then, you know, obviously the sun goes down during the game. So high 30s, no precipitation in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a miserable day, a great football day. To be sitting on my couch watching it, great football day. But this is this is the weather. This this is the weather that these two teams need to play in. Mm-hmm. It's custom made for these two teams. You know, you make a good point though, Barrett. Like we, we're still in pandemic mode. We're still in stay at home mode. All three of us are doing this show. Well, you on the road at the moment, but normally, respectively, we're all doing it from our own places. Like a lot of us out there are working from home, so. This is an easy transition, especially because it's 340. It's not like one of those 1230 Eastern starts in the bubble mm-hmm. where you have to watch the Bucks take on, you know, the right. Wizards, where it was just a you know, vomit level game. But in this case, it's the NFL. It's a good football game. What happens? Like, just put yourself in this hypothetical. What happens if today at 340, you do have the majority of people at work? I, I feel like this could be on the not to the level yet. But this could be if you did it every week and we still had a sense of normalcy back in our society, this would be like what the tournament is on Thursday and Friday. Uh-huh. I guarantee you'd have a lot of people just stop working mysteriously at 340 in the afternoon. Especially with your teams. Regionally, it, it, it probably would have a, a major effect on what's going on. But, I mean, I mean, a lot of things are going to change because of this pandemic. I mean, look at a lot of us um, play-by-play guys and, and, and color analysts. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can do it at home now, and they're and they and they like the product that they're putting out, it may change a lot of people' um, job descriptions because of you know because of this pandemic, man. I mean, a lot of things will change. You know, doing stuff from home. You know, instead of going to fly to California, I could broadcast a game. You know, the Oregon uh, Cal Berkeley game from up in you know up up in Connecticut, as right. opposed to being there. You know, it's, it's, it's going to change a lot. And, and can you imagine how much they're going to be paying people now to, to, to do it? It's going to cut a lot of people's salaries. Yeah, great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this whole thing just gives uh, corporate America companies 
uh, a reason or a license to do things that they'd like to do anyway. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, and, and I think there's something to that where the NFL has through and you're dead on, Harry, through the circumstances of this pandemic, like a lot of corporate America, they've backdoored or tripped frontwards into something that they probably have thought about or wanted to do or maybe right. tried out, but they couldn't. But now COVID gives them the excuse. If there's anything that can come from COVID and how the NFL has gone through it so far, we're not even done with it. I think it would be opening up the idea of playing Tuesday, Wednesday during the week. I think the NFL has proven this can work. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not something they even thought about, right, pre-pandemic. But now you could theoretically, like, think about it. What would you rather have, Thursday night football, Wednesday afternoon? I know that th those things always are going to push people one or the other. I don't think it has to be that way. I think you could have in the schedule, you could have Monday night football that ends the week. And then you can have the day start on Wednesday. You can still have a Thursday night game. And then you can go into Sunday, Sunday evening, and Monday night. There's still enough time in football teams to do that to where yeah. you can actually justify this. Well, it's going to have to be a necessity come up here in a minute. I mean, because they have to do something to, to, to stop this, you know. I mean, the Ravens are just one of many um, that's, that's going to go through this. I mean, because it's getting colder. Um, it's flu weather, you know, for the most part. And you know, just looking at COVID, you know, it's it's a it's something that you know is going to get worse as it gets colder and colder. So I mean, it we got to think about you know maybe they've had to shut down every once in a while or or take a little hiatus and then start the games up at another time. You know, because they're going to finish the season. Oh you know? yeah, come hell or high water, they're going to finish the season. But I mean, we might have a Super Bowl in March, April. You know, who knows? Wow. I mean, right now we're not even. Well, Here's the thing. We've already seen postponements. We've seen this game postponed three times and the playoff schedule hasn't even been altered yet. They haven't right. even exercised that extra week that they allotted time for right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So if anything, you could argue the NFL is ahead of the schedule. The fact well, that it's 13 and they have yet to push a game into this quasi week 19. Right. I, I don't know. There's I thought that if there was any game, it would be, it would have been this game since it was right. postponed so many times. Um, but it, did you know that that Robert Griffin the third his last start was against these Pittsburgh Steelers? As Get a, out of here! <laughs> yes, as a it, Raven. As a Raven, it was last season. I guess it was Week 17, and this was the Steelers who were led by none other than Devlin Hodges. Duck. For, right. uh, Duck. Yeah, Duck Hodges from where did he go? Samford, I think. Yeah, yeah. called him Duck. Yes, yes, because Harry. he he's a champion. He is. He's a champion duck caller. Oh, caller! Right, right, right. Now, duck caller than quarterback. It looked like. Yeah, because he only went nine of twenty-five for ninety-five yards in that game. He stinks. Hey, he could start for the <laughs> that line, Harry. Well, the Broncos. Right. Yeah, he would. He would. He would have been a starter. Robert Griffin wasn't much better though. They did win the game, like twenty-eight to six or something. Baltimore. He was 11 of 21 for 96 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was just some bad football, man. That's bad awful. football. Uh, I, I, but, I, I, but I'll tell you this, man. I, I still think that um they did Denver real dirty. Hmm. They could have yeah, postponed that game. The thing man. is, though, Denver admitted to violating the protocols, and I think that's I why the NFL just said, you know what, if you're going to violate it, we're going to hammer you. Well, I would say that, and I say, yeah, you, you know, they should do that. 
But then I look back at what the Titans did. The Titans went and practice, not at their facility, but they went and right. practice at a high school. Right. Mm. And I nothing, mean, that's not. Yeah. Right. And they, and they didn't get, they, they moved the game. They didn't get really penalized for it. No. No. And so, and, I mean, I think all things being equal because, but because the Broncos suck, they made them play. No, there's something to that where, uh, like, when somebody gets put on the list, we don't really have anything that gives us any information unless it comes out in a story. Meaning, if Cam Newton gets put on the COVID-19 list, then that's all we know. We don't right. know. And, and we know what Cam puts on his own social. Right. Now, if Cam puts out, hey, man, I wasn't wearing a mask or, you know, I wasn't washing my hands or I was hanging out and touching strangers, whatever it may be, then I think, you know, we have the ability to then look at that. But I think what, what, what happened with Denver, and yes, the one guy, it looks like Driscoll, was the one who, who didn't follow the rules. But it seems like th there isn't any precedent for that based on what's happened earlier. And it's just, it's a weird, not a bad or a good, it's just a weird path to go down to just all of a sudden start to set a precedent. Right. Seems well, weird. It not is. Bad. Now, I'm not applying morality to it, Harry. I'm just yeah. saying it seems strange. No, you're right. You're right. I think, you know, everything, everything with this whole situation is, is strange to a certain degree, but I'm glad we have football today and I'm glad this game is being played. Absolutely. And I hope the Steelers just whip up on them. Was that you think that um, at 10 and a half mm, might be an indication. Okay, just making sure. I want to make sure there's, there's any bias behind that take. You you don't think there's any type of way that they, this Ravens team is is going to do anything against the Steelers team? I you know I mean, I'm not saying that, but I just hope that the Steelers whip up on them and win by at least eleven. I wonder well, though. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna beat the snot out of them. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we can apply something we do here with the Philadelphia Eagles. We have thrown the hex on the Philadelphia Eagles by playing the most infamous Eagles fan of all time. Right. Eagles all around. Ron Culver has found Duck Hodges duck calling. No. And yes. I wonder if us playing this would be some sort of omen or hex placed on the Steelers. And maybe this gives some life. Maybe this will breathe some life into the sails of the SS Ravens. What do you think? Oh, well, I want to hear it now that you teased it. I don't really care what it does to the Steelers or the Ravens. I just want to hear it. Right, yeah, it can't be. It can't be any worse than Eagles all around. Okay, well, well hold on a second. First off, have you, uh, Barrett? I'm gonna ask Barrett the fisher. I'm gonna ask Barrett the guy who would rather fish in the water hazard than hit yeah. over it. Have right. you ever in your life called a duck? No. Okay. Because I never wanted to call a duck. I'm just curious. I, I'm, if you had, then what we would have had you do is is do your duck call and see right. if you were as good as Duck Hodges. But all right, quack, quack, quack. have you ever shot a duck? No, I've mm. I've never shot anything or anybody. Mm. Okay, I'm not. I, I like I said it's with this. With, yeah, I, I, I'm prepared to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, in fact, seriously, guys, we gotta do this. We gotta do. We gotta definitely do this. We have to get together, and and, and go shoot. Absolutely, I'm I'm all about it. It's right down the street for me. Yeah, Valley's right down the street. I'm there. You just let me know the time and place. All right, let's listen to Duck Hodges. What's his first name? Devin Devlin. Devlin, I believe. Devlin Duck Hodges, and this is a winner. This is not second place. This is not everybody gets a trophy. This is the winning duck call. <laughs> all right, so this is uh, Duck calling 
while you're out hunting for ducks. Okay. It gets louder. It gets louder. So you're just being nice because I'm standing right next to you? Uh, Yeah. And I mean, you're not always going to call as loud while you're hunting, but like the competition call I'm about to do, it's about to get pretty loud. Okay. I'm going right, to so I'll do, this, this is how you start like the competition and, and everything. Okay. That sounds like a, a siren, like the bomb. Bro, goes. wow, that was amazing, man. Because that's that's I hear that all the time. Yeah. And when you that, that means they're taking off. Now, I, saw is, that. I mean, I hear he that used, all the time. Is he using some apparatus, or is that just done with his mouth? Ron, do you I don't know. know. To that, I don't remember. I think that I think he's just he. I mean, he's using his mouth, but he's putting his he's making his hand into a weird fist. Okay. Uh-huh. Calling it out. I don't. Oh wow. Using, but I, he might be using a duck whistle. What do they it call it? Called? So. A duck a mouth whistle? organ. Something. No, we just the, those uh, those uh that what's that that show with the ducks? Those guys are millionaires, multi-millionaires. Yeah. Duck Dynasty. They're yeah. multi-millionaires from that. Yeah. They made, that's that's how they made their fortune. Yeah, I think, I think that's. Yep. I think he's using yep. a duck whistle. And just knows how to mimic the exact sound of okay, a duck. Okay, well, hold on a second. Hold, before we move any further here, is this like, and Ron, you, you're in this because you know where I stand on this one story as I have already drilled it into your and so many other people's heads before Harry and Barrett even joined us here. But is this like cheating? Is this like that guy in the Cranberry commercial on the motorized skateboard where Devlin Hodges is using this to his advantage? Like, isn't the real, the true OG duck calling able to use your hands and not use some sort of whistle? No, I think they all use whistles. Hmm. Uh, everybody does. Everyone does, so it's not uh-huh. Okay, just making sure. But I- is it a performance-enhancing whistle? Hmm. Do That's they- the question. Yeah. I Has he played with the Texans recently? We'll have to find out. Yeah, is this guy <laughs> hanging out with Will Fuller? <laughs> or maybe our own Lane Johnson. You never know. All right, play cool. play action real says my duck call brings all the mallards to the yard. <laughs> 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 On that note, a quick break. We're back. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, we're back in uh, two and a half there. Devlin Duck Duck Hodges. Wow. That's amazing. That Liberty line is Coastal's up to 10. Is somebody hurt for Liberty? I don't know, man. That just seems crazy. I got to do more research on that game. Mm. 
the Coastal Carolina fighting Dustin Johnsons. Mm. I can't believe I'm watching football on a Wednesday I afternoon. I know. Three o'clock. This is as better than Capital One Bowl week. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it, bro. It feels like the tournament, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I did a game. I did a bowl game. In fact, I did the uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, I did that on, game, too. On a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, is that nice or what, man? Did they put you up um, in the golf on the on the golf course? Yeah. At PGA National. Yeah. That was unreal, isn't it? Yeah, I've been down there. I played all those courses. I oh, stayed there you? for a week one time. Yeah. That is that really nice, man. The place is great. They play that at Florida Atlantic Stadium. They're at Florida FAU Stadium yeah. in Boca. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I would love to play golf today. I'm not interested to play golf today. It's cold outside. It was uh, four? I was th- I was 41 through eight last time on the front nine, mm-hmm. and blew up with an for with an eight. Technically, it was a nine. So upset that stupid ninth hole. Oh, someone on your course? Yeah, it was awful. One round. That's the, it's the worst part about that front nine because you can play really well in that front nine. That last that last hole is, you go right there and then right up. Yeah. Where I saw the fish in. Yeah. Yeah. I should have just thrown my clubs and just started fishing at that point. <laughs> You're listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Right, anything else jump out at you as far as, you know, no Thursday night football. So this is kind of like both right here today, where you get a afternoon matinee in the NFL that serves as both the closing of week 12 and symbolically at least the opening up of week 13 you know, mm-hmm. some places where i can't i like for example fox bet doesn't even have in philadelphia in pennsylvania fox bet doesn't even have the eagles packers game up on the board so there are places where you can't even there's certain games that aren't even out there yet wow that game's nine nine and a half um pretty much everywhere green yeah, bay i'm pretty uh, i'm nine and a half does it get to ten well um it's with the juice, Bay, man. It's yes. Green Bay. How like the Packers would have to lay down in the second half mm. in order for the Eagles to come back. And again, I go back to what we saw on Monday night. The Seahawks were at like sixty-five percent capacity. It felt like as far as energy. Yeah. And still, the Eagles are so bad on offense. It didn't matter. Well, yeah, and, and you're also dealing with a guy, Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't throw interceptions, and the Eagles don't make interceptions. Well, yeah, you're right. And, and the only thing is the, the Packers' defense is, is, is probably the same on the same level as uh, as Seattle's. You know, they don't generate pressure. Um, mm-hmm. They're having a problem rushing the passer. So they're not really good. You know, they let once they let Blake Martinez go, they don't tackle well. 
You love so I Blake Martinez, man. That I'll is tell my you dude, what, bro. That is your boy. <laughs> he can play, man. I mean, he's an impact linebacker, man, just like yeah. what we saw last week. Right. You know, you saw one of the best linebackers playing, you know. I mean, and, and I get so jealous. How come we can't have a Blake Martinez? How come we can't have a uh, the, the, the you know the, the kid from uh, from Seattle? Um, what Wright? is his name? No, not KJ Wright. The other guy, um, Wagner. Yeah, yeah, Wagner. If we had a guy like Wags in our defense, it mm-hmm. changed the whole outlook on how. Because now you have to worry about the front line guys with Fletcher Cox and those guys, and then worry about the second level. Now, Singleton, he's he's definitely starting to be a guy you're gonna have to start accounting for. You know, they're mm-hmm. starting to see him play a little flash a little bit, but. I mean, I keep telling you, it's nothing like looking across the line and seeing a Ray Lewis or seeing Seau or or seeing Pat Swilling or, you know what I'm saying, uh, Mills. Mm. All these guys, Hardy Nickers, all these guys make you do things you wouldn't necessarily do because you have to get to them because they can wreck shop. You know, playing against Derek Brooks, he was one of those impact players. He could wreck shop and take over a game, and right. you had to account for him. We so, don't have that. I'm no, you don't. I'm sorry, go ahead, Harry. No, I mean you don't, and it's like Seattle, Jamal Adams. They that's their game wrecker. I mean they have two really good linebackers, and then they yes. have him who absolutely wrecks the game. Yeah, you, you can't the Anytime he's a line of, around the line of scrimmage, you mm-hmm. have to account for him. And we did nothing in the second half to account for number thirty-three. He killed us. You know, I've noticed that you don't use the pronoun we when the Detroit Lions get brought up. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you know, no. Why is that? You, it's only reserved for the Steelers. And the Eagles. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Now, I get the yeah. Eagles because we're in Philly first and foremost. And I get. And that's Steelers where he started. Because, yeah, that's where yeah. the hardware comes from in Pittsburgh. But I, right. I noticed that there's never a we. Like, like, you won't hear me say we with Green Bay either. Yeah. And I, and I, you could get away with that, though, right? Yeah, right? yeah, sixth yeah. Man in Green Bay? Yeah. Start? I was the sixth man. I was the sixth right. man there, too. Right. I mean, you, you played. You were out there. I yeah, it. yeah. But I mean, I played with Brett like Favre. You played with Favre, right. Detroit, I feel like, you you know, that's kind of just like the – unless we talk about Bobby Ross fainting, mm-hmm. Detroit, there really isn't much that you bring up. Was, I mean, well, I could say that, you know, they had some of the best restaurants and jazz lounges in the world. In Detroit. I mean, t- talking about culture, that's mm-hmm. that's culture-ridden yeah. everywhere, man. My you know, I'm, out there now. She's a doctor. She just became – she's like 26. She just became a doctor. And she's that's where she's at. She's like in the ER somewhere in, in Detroit. And she loves it. She it's loves man, it's it's the culture there is unbelievably. Unbelievably um like nice. You could you could you could go out, man. I mean that they're just now starting to get casinos downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, you go downtown, it's lovely. Once you leave out of downtown, whew, like you know that eight eight mile and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Really- it's re- it's real. It's definitely real. All right. So I'm curious, right? I was listening. I heard Brandon Graham talk about this, where it was explaining kind of the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and them talking trash. And I figured, well, you've talked your trash and you've gone up against guys who talk trash. But apparently Russell Wilson is like this huge diffuser. Like you could you, you sack Russell Wilson, you get in Russell. He's like, okay, man, okay, man. Like he just keeps moving. Like he doesn't stop. He doesn't engage. And, and I feel like, especially because he's so good, and you could apply this to any position, 
but it would probably diffuse even you. Like, you know, you get through, you pound Russell Wilson, you sack him to the ground, you talk in his face, and he just pops up like, okay, man, okay, man. And he's right back to the does doesn't that kind of take away a little bit of it your takes away a lot. It takes away a lot. You know, he was said, Oh, that was a good job. Like that? Well, Mr. White was like that. Mr. White was. Oh, he, Reggie he White. Never, he never talked at all. Come on. Yeah, come on. Mr. White was like, you know, uh, you know, you, you hey, hey, that was a good, that was a good block, Barrett. Good block. Brooks, you doing good, man. Keep keep working. Keep really? working, man. You doing good. Yeah, man. He's, he's so he was complimentary, and that's the way he diffused you. Bro, he was coaching me. Mm. Mr. White was Dion coaching did that me. a lot too. Like Dion oh, yeah. would sit with a guy and, and on their way back and basically be like, Hey man, you know, if you broke a little bit earlier on that route, you would have had me there. But I was able to kind of look yep. at the hips. I mean, yep. can you imagine that? Like you got this guy coaching you while you're trying to beat up on him. It's much no. different than just returning fire with fire. Yeah. Then you have guys that give it to you all day. <laughs> all right. Our buddy from Jeff Parle is going to join us coming up. Listening, watching the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. <laughs> Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, we're back. Two and a half. We're back. Jamal Adams is giving it to people all day, too. His mouth is uh, all nonstop. Never stops. Yeah. Never stops. Never stops. That's the stuff I love, man. You know you know a guy that used to be giving it to people and not say anything and just smile at them all day? I mean, just laughing and smiling all day. Heinz Ward. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? He, used to be, he used to be smacking guys. He'd take your knees he, out, too. Oh yeah. yeah, he was one of the dirtiest. He was they they mm-hmm. uh, people outside of Pittsburgh. You know, I I wouldn't say, but they say he's one of the dirtiest players to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he didn't talk to anybody. He wasn't taught all those hits. He just borderline. He, he wouldn't say anything. He just smile at you. Just smile at you, man. He just steady laughing and smiling at you, man. Great Den- dudes. Denver would have been okay if he was their quarterback last week because he played quarterback right. in Georgia <laughs> and can act. He's an act. He's a great athlete. He, uh, oh, no question. It was his last year there. Didn't he have a thousand rushing, passing, and receiving? He was like one of the few guys that in Georgia. Yep. Had to do that, right? Mm. But hey, you know what? He has no AC um, AC ligaments. Oh, really? He does not have an ACL. An ACL, yeah. No. He ripped both of his ACLs when he was like ten and eleven. Hmm. And his, his his mom was too poor to uh to get him fixed, hmm. so his body adjusted to not having him. Wow! So he dropped in being drafted only because when he went through the um he went through all the stuff at the, the at physical. the combine, yeah, yeah, the combine physicals, they saw that he didn't have it, and they're like, "What's going on?" And it dropped him because of that. Hmm. Interesting. I bet you Howie Roseman would have been like, "Nah, we don't need this. Yeah, guy. we don't need you." <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys. 
There he is. There he is. <laughs> yeah, about 45, and, and we're back on the network. How you doing? All right. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I'm fully prepared to uh, have an NFL game and Champions League at the same time today. Nice. <laughs> fully prepared for that. I, I want to prepare you for something during the. I'm going to ask you about this Liberty Coastal Carolina game. Why the line has been exploding? So I don't. I don't want to blindside you with it. Okay. Um, do you have any take on that, or do you want? Oh no, I, I, I we we could talk about that. I, I think okay. Coastal Car- I think Coastal Carolina is a legitimate top ten team at this rate. Wow, we they're really they're really good. Yeah, hold on, here we go. Check it, check it. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage, live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander. Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. It's a Wednesday, 1240 Eastern. We're joined by our good buddy Jeff Parles, at Jeff Parles on Twitter, courtesy, of course, of Book It Sports. And if you're a sports better looking to track all of your action, just talk sports betting and share your hot takes with your friends, well, we've got an app for you. That's Book It Sports, the app here on the Book It Sports app where you can get up-to-the-minute scores and consensus lines, post your favorite plays and analysis, and get help from the experts all in one place. It's a one-stop shop. Download now in the Apple and Google Play stores and put it on Book It. What's happening, Jeff? Hi, uh, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a Wednesday. It's usually one of the slower days of the week. But we have a football game in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's a... In this bizarro world that we live in this year, who doesn't love 3.40 p.m. Eastern NFL football on a Wednesday? So I'm looking forward to that today. I've never been so thankful for a tree lighting ceremony in New York (laughs) City, Jeff, because that is the real reason we're getting this afternoon delight. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it it is pretty amazing, and it, and it is also kind of funny because the NFL beats everything in the ratings, and NBC is to like, yeah, we got to have the the, the 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 Rockefeller Center tree go up uh, at its normal time. We're not moving off of that, guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess Christmas technically isn't being canceled at least. <laughs> it's too, right? No, know that. <laughs> no, that for sure. <laughs> but today is a great example of it because it doesn't really matter. If it's a jam-packed slate on Saturday, if it's a ton of games on Sunday, or if it's Monday night, Tuesday night, or in this case, Wednesday afternoon, if it's one game or a bunch of games, there's always opportunity to jump on the app and talk or even learn about what's happening. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, just just uh, I'm going to pull up my app right now to see how many bets we already have on this game, because obviously this game has now been delayed six full days uh, for uh, for the Steelers and the Ravens, and and of course, uh, right now uh, again we're getting pl- close to uh, to a hundred bets uh, on a new uh, number right now. See, there's there's the page right there on my app. If you're watching us uh, on uh, Philly Voice uh, right now, uh, that's right. the page you would look at, and uh, you can post your game feed right away. Uh, I'll have a post later. Last no- yesterday, guys, my post was. Uh, on a college basketball game that featured the last-rated Ken Palm team last night, so uh, <laughs> so you can post on anything on this app uh, in the way of sports betting. Well, how are the futures going? You know, as far as with COVID and everything, and especially you know, even at the college level, even to the NFL level, 
What's going on with that? I know it's going nuts right now because of, you know, all the, you know, games being canceled and things of that nature. What's going on, man? Yeah, so so the the, the, the futures markets, uh, hey, look, college to me, college football, I think, is, is darn near impossible at this point. Even though the way that those rankings came out last night, it's pretty clear if Ohio State plays the remainder of their games, Ohio State goes undefeated, they're going to get in. Notre Dame at this point now, if they play Clemson competitively in the ACC title game, and lose, they're going to be in. Alabama goes undefeated, they'll be in. So I look in that scenario. Uh, bet any of those four teams; they're going to be the only teams in the playoff. Uh, from an NFL perspective, one future actually I will tell you that I'm looking at that's very intriguing, and I'm not going to bet it today because I think Pittsburgh's going to win, and I think these numbers are going to change. DraftKings right now offering number one seed in both conferences. Pittsburgh currently a minus one fifty favorite. I'm going to look to play Kansas City, not now, because I think at even money, I think that number is is going to go up after Pittsburgh beats Baltimore today. So that's a number I'm looking to play at a plus price because I don't think Pittsburgh's going 16-0. and I think they'll lose either to Indianapolis or Buffalo. And Kansas City's schedule the rest of the way, they do have a tough game in New Orleans. No arguing that will be a difficult game. But I like Kansas City to run the table and go 15-1. and they both tie at 15 and one. KC gets the nod as the number one seed. It's amazing just wow. looking at that and, and how the value shifts, right? Because it all it takes is one loss. I mean, look at it. It's the complete opposite end of the spectrum. But from Wednesday before Thanksgiving to Friday morning, you lost 250 points of value for Washington winning the division, yeah. that awful NFC East division. It's crazy what one week is going to do to all of these futures. So, Ethan, you bring up a really good point. I had a, I had Ariel Epstein of, uh, of SportsGrid on my podcast mm-hmm. yesterday, and, and that was actually a discussion. The NFC East race, in quotations, obviously, with how like pathetic that is. On and, and you forced hey. to talk about slop football? Or poor yeah, yeah. But no, but, but, it was, but it was because we were talking about how those lines had moved across right. the market. So, the Giant, when the Giants had not had a win this year, the Giants were as high as 20-1 to 1 to win the division. Which, again, the Giants were in December. The Giants are technically in first place right now. Football team was as high as 14 to 1. The Cowboys uh, were as high as 8 to 1. The Eagles were the only team that you didn't really have a huge number on. But if things start continue to trend the way that they're trending for the Eagles right now, you'll probably be able to get 5 to 1 very soon on the Eagles. So if you did this correctly and, and had the capital to, you could end up with a pretty nice profit regardless of whoever wins that division. Well, Jeff, as I'm waiting for my verification email to come through for the book at sign-up that I just uh, went through, I got to ask you about one of the more interesting college games on the schedule, at least one that caught my eye, and the line seems to be exploding from like mm-hmm. 6.5 up to 10, 10.5, 11, and that's this Liberty Coastal Carolina tilt down in South Carolina. Why is that line blowing up like that? College game day uh, there for the first time in Myrtle <laughs> right. Beach for the Chanticleers. Uh, hey, look, I, here, here's what I'll say with that. Liberty, obviously, their only loss was by one possession, a blocked field goal at the end at NC State two weeks ago. Coastal Carolina is undefeated. I, I think Coastal Carolina is a legitimate top 15, 10 team at this point. Uh, and that's uh, just because their defense is not does not get the credit that people realize. You think, oh, Coastal Carolina, you think, oh, running gun offense. And their offense is really good. McCall is a really good quarterback. I think part of the reason that line has exploded, and I know that 
It's a weird year. It's not the same experience having college game day on that campus. And I know that's a weird thing. I think more people are paying attention to that game than usual because college game day is there. Hmm. Uh, do I think that line move is right? I had this game pinned at seven and a half. Uh, so I think that line yeah. move is a little too aggressive and would look to play Liberty, even though I think Coastal Carolina is the better team and has the game at home. So I'm a little surprised it's been that aggressive. I wouldn't be shocked if that thing comes back down a little bit as we get closer to the game. Liberty's good. Coastal Carolina's better. A seven and a half point line would have been the right the right spot for me. I took Liberty already. So yeah, good. it's a good, it's a good <laughs> move, Harry. It's a good move. Yeah. I, I t- look, I don't th- I don't think Liberty's out. getting blown out. He would, that's why he brought this up. He was <laughs> I learned from you, Aton. <laughs> is, is there? You know, a we've learned, I'm sorry, Barry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, with 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 the way this playoff is going with college football, would would I would I be right to say that the the guy that wins the uh the you know the the whole thing, the quarterback that wins, will probably be the whole the Heisman uh, Trophy winner this year. You know, and if you were a bet man, where would you go? Well, that market is extraordinarily difficult right now because Kyle Trask is the favorite, the quarterback from Florida. He was yep. as high as 35 to 1 to begin this year. Right. Now you're laying a price. He's minus 110 at DraftKings. So there's no value in betting Kyle Trask anymore. That value is long gone. Uh, if you're looking at that board right now, Mac Jones plus 150, I don't think that's value. Trevor Lawrence 5 to 1, I don't think he's winning the award. I wouldn't bet that. So all that leaves is Justin Fields and Ian Book. If you're going to make a bet today just for the value, I would probably go Ian Book at 22-1 to because if Notre Dame flips around and beats Clemson a second time and it's a big-time performance for Book, he's going to get a boost that he – that, again, I don't know if he deserves it, but Notre Dame beating Clemson twice in one season with Book playing well in the most recent thing, most recent performance in the eyes of the voters – Maybe you get a shot. I think Trash Trask is going to win the award um, as long as he's not a disaster in the SEC title game against Alabama. And I don't think he will be. I think that kid is really good and might actually be playing in the NFL next year, which is a pipe dream for him just a year ago. Well, yeah, that's a, I, that's why I was saying it, because I didn't think Trash, since they're going to lose to Alabama, and then you have you know Ian going in and possibly winning the national championship – I would think that would boost him ahead and, you know, be great value with him winning it as opposed to, you know, you seeing the guy from Clemson or, you know, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, but, but look, Booker, Booker, Booker Fields would be the only place that I think there's value right now. Fields is 10-1. to 1. Those would be the only places I would go. Something okay. feels off about saying Ian Book, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what makes you say that, Ethan? Something very wrong. I feel right. Say yes. Thank you, Harry. I feel yes. wrong in my own skin. <laughs> Saying that. All right, let, let me end you with this then. Let's take it to the NFL. Yeah. There is insane, like you're, it, I think it's 550 you have to lay for Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP. Everybody else is overwhelmingly in positive numbers. Has this award really been wrapped up this early? Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> it, 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 look, it, it's one of those where let's look at the odds boards, how this is, talk about flipping over the last month. Russell Wilson was even money a yeah. month ago. And now, and Patrick Mahomes was as high as plus 500. Now at DraftKings, you're laying minus 400. At, at, at FanDuel, it was minus, minus 600 this morning, I'm pretty sure. Uh, just a wild price. But yeah, I think this thing is over. The only person I would take on the board here 
is Big Ben at 20 to 1 because if the Steelers go 16 yeah, and 0, love it. if they go 16 and 0, Mike Tomlin's going to win coach of the year and Roethlisberger has to at least be considered to be the MVP if they go 16 and 0. Now the problem with that is I think they're going to lose to Buffalo uh, a few weeks from now there at uh, at Bill Stadium. So uh, I, I don't I don't think it'll get there, but that would be the only bet in the MVP market in the NFL that I would even attempt. I think Russell Wilson's MVP uh, chances are done. I don't like Aaron Rodgers' chances either, even though he's the second favorite at plus 550. I don't think that's worth it either. Awesome. Jeff, thank you, sir. We'll chat again next week at Jeff Parles. You can listen to the Parlay cast. And again, Book It HQ at Book It HQ, our sponsor for overtime, which you'll hear in about eight minutes. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. See Thanks, you next Jeff. week. That's a lot, man. Appreciate it. Good info. That's Jeff Parles right there. Book at HQ. Harry already waiting for that link. Yeah, I got it. It's a fun app. It is yeah, I just app. set up the profile. Nice. And do you yeah. have the picture of you with the mustache? Yes, that's one of Yeah, that's my profile pick. And then uh, I got an eagle up there. <laughs> like yeah, Philadelphia Eagle or like well, a- no, it's an eagle that was in um, it was in in Africa in a safari. I got a great picture of one. Oh, I didn't know you went to Africa on a safari. No, I didn't go. I got I, oh. I can go on a safari on the internet, Aton. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. enough. I mean, it's like you know going on a mansion tour. No, no, exactly. No. Virtual. Yes. Just making so sure. that that's intriguing to me that uh, it's it's intriguing to me that these guys um. In, the, in this Heisman race, man, that I, I really think the, the the guy that wins, you know, the entire thing will be the Heisman Trophy winner. The quarterback that wins will be the Heisman Trophy winner. One of those guys will be that guy. Mac well, Jones, baby. Or win it. Right. It's either going to be Mac Jones or Ian Book. Maybe mm. I mean, Trevor Lawrence can't win it. There's just no. no He's out of it. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, look at that. I mean, the future quarterback for the for the Dallas Cowboys is about to win the Heisman. Mac, yeah. can you believe that? That's right. Yeah. Uh, am, I, am I related to him? <laughs> right, the middle. We'll wrap the hour next. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle in Sports Map Radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
Now I'm going to be uh, doing the show from Aton's crib on Thursday, Barrett. Oh yeah, that's oh, get out. Cool. Yeah, you got a contractor, got contractor coming here that's going to be cleaning all the ducts and all this stuff, and it's going to be noisy. So there's no way I could do it from the house. I'm trying to think, man. What if I brought my guns over there tomorrow and I do the show with you guys? Well, I'm going there after the show. Are you to, to get mine? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I just recently bought a, a nine, man, a nine millimeter. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going. Uh, I, I'm just getting a Glock 22 right now to start. Yep. You know, um, I've Bosley shot. has that. I've shot the nine, the 22, and the 380. I like all three. I just don't think I need a nine right now. I can graduate to that. Well, see, I swear that's exactly what I got. I got a. Yeah. I got a. I got a. Uh, she got a 22 Glock. Yeah. Uh, a 38. Um, I mean, a 380. Mm-hmm. A nine millimeter. Um. We got a judge, public mm. defender, and a shotgun. Wow, twelve gauge. Yeah, yeah. Can you bring Pump. those to the range? What? I don't know. If, I don't know if you can bring a twenty-two to the range. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, the twenty-two you can. Right. I mean, not the twenty-two, but the, the twelve gauge. Twelve gauge. No. I don't think no, you no. can't. It's an indoor range. Got yeah, it. yeah. You tell. I will. I go to the go ski shooting. <laughs> We're listening to the middle on the. Why you guys are playing golf? Network. Yeah. By Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I saw the line move to eleven, but I don't know if that was. Well, no, it was before the news came out just now. Marquise Pouncey has been put on the COVID nineteen list ahead of today's game. Ah, jeez. Big Ben. Here we go. His big center. Ah. Up there in front of him. Now I can't imagine that changes anybody's prediction. Pouncey's a hell of a center. Don't he's a great call. player, but no, I don't. You know, I don't think all of it. Wendell Smallwood and Anthony Coyle have been elevated from the practice squad. Okay, Wendell Smallwood is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know same thing. But that's the big. And again, I don't think that changes anything. I, that wouldn't change my bet. No, that. You're not saying Wendell Smallwood's not that good no, enough? I'm, not that good? No, I'm saying Marquise Pouncey's absence. <laughs> I didn't even know Wendell Smallwood was still in the NFL. I didn't either. Yeah, no. he was at uh, he was with uh, Washington last year. And, uh, yeah. You know, Jordan Matthews is out of the NFL? I thought yeah, he was been, in the NFL. He's been out for two years now. Wasn't he with New England for a little bit? No, he was with the Eagles. I know, but then then I think he went to New England for a little bit and then got cut. Well, yeah, they brought him back to the Eagles. Yeah, they brought him back. Yeah, yeah. After he left, after he left there, he got cut from there and he was out of football, chilling at the crib. Yeah, amazing. Is that going to be JJAW in two years? (laughs) JJaw, JJaw. We got another breakdown coming up in a minute and forty seconds here in overtime, Uh, courtesy of our. Pals, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go I, I should have did a breakdown on J Job, but no oh, man. He, well, he's not on the field long enough. Film, right. <laughs> yeah. Film. There's no film on J Job. Hey, um, um DK Metcalf by himself could have had more yards than him. <laughs> he did. He, he did it on one catch. He had more yards than him. Do other teams have this problem too, where they have like four or five guys that they constantly bring up and ask, like, is this guy ever gonna play? Like, who else is going through this? 
the job and not injury related. It's not mm-hmm. like Shepard out because of injury or something like that. Or right. who the hell goes through this every single week asking like, Hey, is one of four or five guys that the team drafted in the first or second round going to play this? Yeah, one? no, you're right. Uh, we got overtime coming up next. We're back on Thursday. We've got a lot Thursday. Our buddy John McMullen, fake news. We'll recap the game today. You didn't think you'd ever say that, would you? <laughs> on a Thursday. Football game on a Thursday. No, for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, I'm Aton Shander. Thank you, Ron Culver. Thanks to Jeff Carls. Thanks to Michael Bradley. Thank you to you out there listening on Sports Map Radio.